Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. <laughs> Hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today. Hope you guys are staying strong and healthy as always. And again, thank you for supporting the show. Healthmasters.com sponsors it. No ads, no commercials, no pop-ups, no breaks, no nothing. Just straight hour of news for you guys every single day to give you guys the top quality nutritional information and world news around the world. And again, I told you guys yesterday, the Fit Food Protein, those are actually going back over to the office today because they got to go. Uh, you guys are taking advantage of that sale. That'll be on probably for about one more day. For over 18% off, so be sure to take advantage of it before it goes off tomorrow. If you guys want to stock up on the New Zealand Fit Food Way, probably the best tasting protein on the market and the cleanest. No sucralose, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, no fake anything in it, just clean, pure protein. If you remember a couple of years ago, we went to this, you know, bodybuilding physique contest. Europa. Whatever it was, over there in over there in Orlando, I think it was. Yep. And I remember we went through the vendors that were there. And every single protein powder, every single bar, everything was sucralose. Sucralose, or sucralose yeah, everything, every, everything. <laughs> so this, this, this doesn't have it in there. This, this is clean. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. What's your first story, buddy? Well, one of the first things I was looking at here now is interesting because you know a lot of people have been talking to me in the last couple of days about the liquidity issues with the banks and a lot of the issues that we're starting to see now with the S and P about to hit five thousand. Which every time you've seen it hit another thousand point benchmark, there's always been a massive correction on it. While at the same time, you've been see, seeing banks shuttering all over the country. You had Silicon Valley Bank, that whole debacle last year. But now Mega Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, which is pretty much one of the biggest banks in the entire country, they are now plotting a massive expansion and acquisition of all different bank branches nationwide. This is crazy here. What they're going in now, they're planning on basically taking over another 500 branches and renovating another 1,700 locations and adding another 3,500 employees. This is what happens when you have a banking monopoly. This is exactly what we're seeing here right now. So a lot of these smaller banks that are all across the country, be very, very cautious what you have with them as far as investments and so forth. I'm not giving you financial advice, but every time we've seen this happen with a giant recession like we saw in 08, 09, and we're seeing it again now, in my opinion, you always see a massive acquisition and merger of the bigger banks buying up all the smaller banks and all of their debt, all of their assets. But again, at a certain point in time, it comes to the question, Dad, how far are these banks going to be able to expand where essentially they're going to be the only banks in town and they're going to be able to do anything they want, like roll out a digital currency that you can't go into the bank branch. Chase, if you guys know with Chase Morgan, majority of the Chase branches now, they don't even have employees at them anymore. You have to do a teleconference with them and they have an ATM you can get money out of and you have a restriction on how much money you can get out of the ATM every day. There's no going in and saying, hey, I need to cash this check for $5,000. I need to talk to a bank manager. That doesn't exist. Chase is one of the worst banks to deal with. I just had a really good buddy who works in the tech world. He's actually helping me work as far as the new website. It's going to be a great new website. Just had a conference call with him yesterday on it. And he's moving everything he has from Chase Morgan. He started last week. He said they had a big transaction coming from a vendor. And Chase Morgan, I mean, tell you this. Chase said that because they had no prior history of business with him, they were holding the funds for 90 days from this vendor. And so he's like, okay, we're done. Basically, give the money back. I'll handle it you know, directly with them. And he's moving everything out of Chase Bank. This is the same Chase Bank that's taking over an enormous amount of the positions in smaller banks across the country. So, again, just something to be aware of and something to really keep your eye out on right now in these next couple days and weeks because I do think the markets are going to start getting really, really squirrely with a lot of stuff that's happening right now. You know, in the Great Depression in the United States back in 1929, a lot of the banks 
basically were put out of business. Yeah. And they had a lot of bank runs. And what ended up happening is people don't realize this is that these banks were bought up and bought up yep. and bought up. And the majority of the banks that were not basically solvent, they ended up basically not being part of the Federal Reserve Bank. If you watch that one movie with Jimmy Stewart, uh, you know, with, was, what was the, what name that one, one movie? Uh, you know, when he was, it was a black and white movie, way, way back. It's a Christmas movie. But that's what happened. They had a bank run on that little bitty town they were in, and all of the deposits started leaving out. They started yeah. disappearing because the banks loaned it back out. But they don't do that anymore with the Federal Reserve Banks. They have to. They only have to keep a 10% reserve requirement, yep. and these banks are allowed at that point to print up as much money and as much digital currency as they want to loan it back out again. It's a big Ponzi scheme. If you and I tried to do that, Austin would be arrested. Oh, immediately. I mean, they'd, they'd put us in jail forever. They'd say, "Oh my gosh, he's, he's you know he's just he's, just do a search on fractional reserve bank in you know, 41 ratio." A lot of people don't realize that if, if you had something, say you you saved up a million dollars in cash and you had it in a savings account in a bank. That bank, due to, <laughs> due to fractional reserve banking laws, they can loan $40 million on your $1 million in cash, meaning they can loan out $40 million in mortgages, car notes, whatever they want to do, $40 million off your million in cash. And that is the problem with the insolvency that a lot of these banks are having now is they become so leveraged out. There's not even a minute amount of cash to cover the spread as far as a lot of these well, loans. Well, that also happened with derivatives. And yeah, like, it's like derivatives, <laughs> unlimited amount of money they can do so loan it back out. Yep. And that's why they, you know, there's quadrillions of dollars in derivatives out there yes. that cannot be covered. And so that's what we see. By the way, this is an interesting article, and you know, I love to do the "I told you so" every once in a while. This is one of the "I told you so's." It's awesome. Told you so, Sue. Weapons sent to Ukraine are now being found in the possession of Mexican. Cartel. Oh, really? Imagine They're finally admitting that. it yeah. now. According to an unknown official, the <laughs> weapons sent to Kiev have been found in the possession of Mexican cartels and Hamas. Told you. A law enforcement official informed TASS that some of the weaponry that Western nations have been supplying to Ukraine has been found in the hands of armed organizations of the Middle East and Mexican drug cartels. The weapons that are being provided to the Ukrainian armed forces, forces have already been found in the possession of Mexican cartels and radical Palestinian movement Hamas. The Ukraine war revolves around Germany, this is interesting, with it serving as Washington's weapon of choice to sabotage Nord Stream and create division between Germany and Russia through Ukraine. I'm not sure about that one, by the way. I think it was our CIA who did that. According to the unnamed official, the West level of mistrust of Kiev rose significantly after reports on such wayward weapons began appearing. Western company, countries have now increased anti-corruption controls related to the weapon supplies. We talked about this on yesterday's show, how... 87% of the advanced weapons were unaccounted for. And, and, I, and well, no, this, this is crazy. And, and the, the thing that we try to talk about on the show is this. Out of chaos will come a new world order. That's the mantra of these globalists. They want to destroy the existing structure that's here. And what better way to do that is to pump billions and hundreds of billions of dollars of weapons that are being sent to Ukraine all over the world to create hotspots and conflicts. Now, one other thing. I've gotten to lose with emails this morning. We're not going to nuclear war. We're not going to world war. Uh, it was released yesterday by an alternative media source that we're about to go to thermoglobal nuclear war because of Poland, you know, basically increasing the restriction in their airspace and wanting everybody to stay in touch with their air traffic controllers flying on their borders. We're not going to nuclear war. Let me talk everybody off the ledge. This is nonsense. The individual that came out and said this, I've not found anything yet that he said that's become, that has become that is true. It's constant, 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 constant fear porn. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going on the record now, and I've told you this before. We're not going to go to thermal global nuclear war. They're not going to destroy their own 5G, 6G infrastructure. They're not going to do that. Let's think through it for a second. They have literally spent trillions of dollars globally to put in 5G, 
6G, weapons systems is what they are, all over the United States, all over the world to control every thought that you have in your mind. They've injected you with nanotechnology to control chips in the brain, et cetera, et cetera. They've done all of this crazy stuff that we've discussed on the show for the past three, four, five years. Why in the world would they come in and destroy their own infrastructure? Let me give you an example from the Bible. In Genesis chapter 6, it said that every thought of every man was evil all of the time. And suddenly, God looked down from heaven and from his dimension and saw all of this stuff had progressed to the point of no return, and he flushed the planet. It was the great flood with Noah, and he split the continents apart, and all the magnetic ley lines that were being used to control the transmitters, including the pyramids that were everywhere, basically were shut off. He destroyed the infrastructure. The, the, the cabal, this Luciferian group, these fallen angels that run the planet, as it talks about in the book of Revelation, they didn't split the planet apart. They didn't flood the planet because they were using it for control grid. Always remember that. They're not going to spend trillions of dollars in infrastructure and turn back around and destroy their own control grid. It's not going to happen. But what they are going to do is give you as much fear porn as they possibly can over and over and over and over again. It's like Planet X. I have a friend of mine years ago, about 15 years ago, he told me about Planet X. Oh, my God, you've got to move to the outskirts of Missouri in the middle of nowhere, and you've got to have an underground bunker system, all this other stuff. It's like Y2K. All of this stuff is fear porn. They scare you, they scare you, they scare you because it keeps you under control. If you're really scared that the boogeyman's going to come to get you, you're going to be terrified enough to rely on the government and everything that you do. There you go. Now, I want to show you this. I've talked about this before on the air. And this is something that's very important that you look at this. Now, I've talked to you about this over and over again, about what my grandmother did as far as this plaque. This plaque says, Swai, Leben stutzen brechen nie, Gebet und Arbeit heißen sie. And what that means is there's two fundamental principles in life that can never be broken, prayer and work. It doesn't say fear here. It doesn't say fear in the Bible. The Bible says fear not. So don't allow these people to take you out on the ledge and scare you like this. Let me say this. Let me, let's, let's look at it this way. There's a really good book that was written years ago by Dale Carnegie, and it was basically called uh, How to Start, Stop Worrying and Start Living. And I recommend everybody reads this book, and it'll, you'll, you'll avoid fear porn. The worst thing that happens is they do thermonuclear war, which they're not going to do. That's the worst scenario, and we all die. Okay, well, that's not going to happen, but if it did happen, we're going to be in heaven anyhow. So why stress out about it? Why get to a point where you're fear all the time? People are always worrying about things that are going to happen, and 99% of it never happens. And so they get caught up in a knot. I got to admit this. When I was younger, I did the same thing. I said, oh, my gosh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Now, I never got sucked into the Y2K nonsense, but I mean, but when I was younger, you're in college, and you read this stuff, or you're talking to people about this, or you're talking to people about that, and you get all knotted up. The Bible says, who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? It says, look at the lilies of the field. Even Solomon, all his glory was not ordained as the lilies of the field. And then it says, who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? You see, that's the key here. We need to walk in divine, we need to be led by the Holy Spirit, walk in divine health, and all the days of our life, we need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And it doesn't make any difference what the cabal wants to do. They're not going to destroy their own 5G, 6G system. Years ago, I had a guest on the show, and he said, we have, a, we have an imminent invasion threat of the southern border. Also remembers this, imminent. We're talking within days, the southern border is going to be invaded with military personnel from the United Nations, Russia, and China, and they're going to pour across the United States. And my response was, uh, why would they do that? He goes, well, because they want to. I'm like, well, why would they? The cabal controls both sides of the narrative. They control the central banks in all of these countries. They control the overlying and underlying theme of everything that goes out on the media, 
why would they invade us? This was, this was five, 10 years ago. We talked about this on the show, the very beginning of the show. And I said, it's not going to happen. And guess what? It never happened. And there are a lot of people out there. They make all of these prophecies and, you know, God told me this, or Jesus told me this and all this stuff comes out of their mouth and this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. I have a friend of mine. He's passed away now. He told me, he goes, we're going to have global thermal nuclear war. God showed me a vision of nuclear plumes going up all over the planet. I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen before my lifetime's over with. Well, guess what? He's dead. It didn't happen. All of these people, in many cases, make predictions because they're trying to increase their amount of listeners. When they say crazy things, it makes people listen because it gets people scared. We don't do that on this show, Austin. A lot of it comes down to clickbait on YouTube. No, no, a, no. That's yeah, exactly that. no, that's exactly what it is. We go to central camera. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that with marketing and algorithms. Well, no, because what's going to happen is the more fear you put out there, the more people click, 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 click. And in a minute, I'm going to read you part of the transcript from Putin's interview with, you know, with Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to find oh, you guys this thing. Go ahead, Austin. What's your well, experience? no, you're spot on with it. And I've talked about this because I've been in marketing and stuff, and I've dealt with a lot of guys, YouTubers and different individuals on alternative media. And one of the biggest things that we've seen now, especially with alternative media and why it's gone so compromised, is that so many platforms are constantly trying to do whatever they can to get the most amount of clicks, the most amount of likes, the most amount of follows, the most amount of subscribes, et cetera, on social media. And so what happens is they come up with these crazy headlines. And a lot of times you'll click on some of these alt media YouTube videos or even other platforms and you'll see it and you'll listen to it for 20 or 30 minutes. And you're like, this was just speculation on their opinion, which is okay. If somebody's got speculation on an opinion or something they've talked to, but they put the headlines out there like this is guaranteed 100%. I'm coming at you right now with urgent news. I personally think you're going to start seeing very, very, very directed pockets if we start end up with a war with multiple countries. You're going to start seeing things where they're going to start maybe set off dirty bombs. There will be aspects of engagements, what they're doing. They're not producing all these weapons to just sit in a warehouse. However, exactly, a full-blown nuclear war Never gonna exchange. Happen. But as far as multiple conflicts, and now my biggest concern, why everybody's focused on the Middle East, focused on Russia, focused on this, my biggest concern is right now at the home front where we're watching literally – individuals from all over the world descend on the United States and taking over all these different facets of Republican and conservative states. I've told you guys down here in Florida, it's been very frustrating because I've fought this for years with storage units and subdivisions and hyperdevelopment in these areas, including ours, that does not have any type of infrastructure put into place. No new hospitals, no new roadways, no new, no new fire departments. Right now, a bunch of subdivisions right here in Auburndale, they've had to halt the development for the last year and a half because the lift stations for the septic system, as far as for the sewage in the city, failed. The whole system failed. And then the city commissioners tried to pretend this whole, well, we, we didn't know what happened. How does this possibly happen? Dude, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to analyze septic systems and lift stations. It's not that hard to figure out. And they knew this when they approved all these houses. And so now all this stuff's been on hold while they're expanding all these lift stations. And again, you know what they're not putting in? Fire departments, hospitals, and so on. And so what they're doing is they're massively overloading certain areas of the country in order, in my opinion, control them. I think Florida and Texas are on that list. And that's why I've told you guys so many times before, it's really important. You guys stay prepared on your own level Focus in your own place, your own county, your own city, your own state, and make a difference with your own family and do the best you can to keep everybody safe, alert, aware, and prepared. Because sitting around worrying about what Israel's going to do to Gaza, we already know they're going to do to Gaza. Whatever they want to do, and the rest of the entire country that's controlled by Israel is going to support whatever Israel wants to do, including giving them another, what, $40, 50000000000 billion to go bomb Gaza. 
that's stuff that we're not going to be able to control on this level right now. Focus on what you can do with your own health, your own family, your own areas right now, because a lot of this stuff, as we've already talked to you about, is continual theater and distractions to keep you focused in a different direction. So all you do is talk about this topic in Gaza and the Houthi rebels. I saw an article. I'm bringing this up. I'm going to hand this over to Dad here in a second. Is this just fear porn, or is this just essentially them telling you what they're going to do with predictive programming? This was a title from Daily Mail. How the Houthis will get revenge on the U.S. for airstrikes by cutting a fifth of the world's internet. Yemen government warned of threats to world digital infrastructure as fiber optic cables lie only 100 meters down. Analysts warn the Houthis are going to drop depth charges. Now, is that what they're going to do? I don't know. Where they, they get depth where charges? They get, where, where they get the anti-ship missiles and the surface air missiles? Oh, that's right. They're getting them from Ukraine. As we continue, I, it's funny because, you know, I remember this, Dad. But I told you this. Back in 2022 when all this stuff started, I talked to my buddies who's a retired contractor. He used to work with GRS. And he flat out told me, he said, everything you're hearing about Ukraine is total theater. He goes, there's fighting. There's gunfighting. There's bombs. He goes, but everything you're being told about the support is theater. He goes, they're running the weapons through Ukraine, down through the Black Sea, through Istanbul, Turkey, running them down to Yemen, through Africa, and back over to Mexico. He told me this over two years ago now when they were doing it. And now, ironically enough, we're hearing about weapon platforms that were in Ukraine. They now suddenly are in the Mexican drug cartel hands. It's called circular trafficking, and it's what they've done for decades, and they're getting very, very good at making the general population think that it's not happening when it's happening, and they're just gaslighting everybody now. Essentially. Well, so and again, don't. what do they have to do? They've got to get the weapons in place where they can have all these regional conflicts. Now, we said you said something earlier about dirty bombs. You know, what they can do, and if you watch the movie Wag the Dog, it shows you very specifically how they can do this from a theater standpoint. They can take everything that they're doing, and they can put it into a movie screen set, and they can say, oh, we just had a nuclear bomb go off in St. Louis. Yeah. Now, the people in St. Louis are going, uh, there's no nuclear bomb. But also they show videotape of people running and fleeing for their lives in St. Louis. Or, or, saying, they could, or they could set off a small bomb or a, a directed you know, air bomb or directed Or they weapons. could set off a doggone weapon like one of those Moabs, mother of all bombs, yeah. okay, and say it's a nuclear discharge. Yeah. And now we've got Geiger counters going off everywhere. We've got radiation, and there's nothing there. Right. And they, they make this thing turn into John Fearpoint. They did this with Orson Welles in War of the Worlds back in the 30s yep. on radio. They did a huge psychological test to find out how much they could manipulate the psyche of the world and the United States by telling everybody the aliens were invading and the Martians were coming. They did it, and they had people diving off of windows, committing suicide, bringing, running around the streets with guns, trying to find out who the Martian was they could shoot. This was nuts what they did. They took it to live theater as if it was a news-breaking story rather than just theater with no commercial interrupts. Yep. So everybody thought it was legit. They've done this with these psychological warfare tests over and over and over again. This is the same thing they did in World War I with Tavistock Institute when they worked with people, Austin, in the Office of Naval Intelligence and all the things they were doing back then as far as bomb sh dropping bombs on them and shell shock and they were able to split personalities. It's crazy how they manipulate the psyche of the people on this planet. Here's the article from, from, from Carl, Tucker Carlson, part of this. I want to read this about this interview with Putin. What would you tell the people running America? Our message is Russia is not your enemy. We don't want war. Putin's saying this. We're ready for peace. Your leaders seek conflict. This is not what we want. Russia stands for its own people. We don't want what is not ours. Would you visit Washington? Yes, of course. I've been to the United States before. I enjoy visiting and have met with every president except for Joe Biden. If I'm invited, I will go. What is your opinion of President Biden? I love this. We're convinced he not running the country, Austin. There you go. <laughs> Let's say we have good sources that confirm that, but it's plain for anyone to see for themselves. 
The U.S. is now entered into a dark period. It has unaccountable leadership. That's a fact. Do you think Joe Biden won fair and square? I would rather not get into domestic American <laughs> politics, but I will say my embassy reported your southern border was better run than that of the 2020 election. He should lay laughs. One poll in America shows you're more popular than Biden. In reaction, I don't know if that should be taken seriously, but Russian ideals have support. We believe in traditional values, marriage between a man and a woman, men are men, and women are women. Surprise, surprise, surprise. There's a newsflash. Men are men, women are women, in case you who control the media in the United States aren't aware of that. Who would you like to see the next president of the United States? Once again, it's not for us to get or stay involved. Contrary to longstanding accusations, we don't, we don't meddle in your elections. We don't need to because the same people end up running things anyway. Because the same people end up running things anyway. Why did you invade Ukraine? We, did we invade or were we invaded? Look at the history. Look at the people living there. Historically, it is we who were invaded and are simply fighting back now. The lands and people are Russian, and we will have again what has always been ours. How will you feel if Trump won again? We had good relations with Mr. Trump. You know, he's fine. What do you think of Mr. Zelensky? And your message be to him. This is the gay guy who plays the organ with his private parts, who dances in high heels and leathers, who's now the... Who's <laughs> yeah. happened now to be the president of Ukraine. You know, you know, he was a comedian. Here's what he said. I know. He goes, what do you think about Zelensky? Putin. I remember laughing to his jokes when he was a comedian in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the laughs, okay? Tucker, why is that? There are, listen to this, there are strong financial entities and whose interest it is to keep us as adversaries. One of your presidents warned us against that. We Russians did not have that problem. Now he's talking about the Rothschild banking cartel and how they run and everybody. In fact, Andrew Jackson warned us about that. He's talking about Andrew Jackson when he got rid of Bank of the Bank of America with, with Biddle. He got rid of all that stuff back in the 1800s. It says we're not going to allow these people to come in with this fractional reserve of currency and basically indebt us. Andrew Jackson was the only president who paid off the national debt. We've got to get that. Very, very important. And then he starts talking about domestic issues and the borders and all the rest of the stuff. And I'm not going to go into detail because I'll have this all posted. But he's saying that a country without borders is no country at all. No. It's reckless, he said. You can't have a country that doesn't have any borders that's not controlling it. And he goes on to say it's clear to see that he said he talking about Elon Musk. And this is what also brought up the other day. When you say some fear about Elon Musk, you say Musk has enemies. It's clear to see he has enemies within the United States. The way he has stripped, of, he was stripped of 50 billion in assets. We would call that being signaled out for special treatment. It's unfair on the face of it. Didn't you fear Musk when he started supplying Ukraine with Starlink gear? Putin, if anyone seriously thinks a few internet dishes can defeat the might of Russia, well, what can I say? But no, we did not fear blame Mr. Musk. The government didn't give him much choice. Tucker, a lot has changed in the world. What's your opinion of Elon Musk? We see Musk as a businessman, a highly successful one. He built a great fortune, has a huge following. He's a unique thinker with a force of personality who cannot be bought. Some fear that. Austin discussed this yep. in depth at the beginning of this week. And then he goes into detail about what's going on with the, you know, I'm going to give a very long transcript. So I'm trying to just give you the highlights of this. He goes, do you contemplate the situation in Russia or China may join force against the United States? Do you mean economically or militarily? I would say we want neither. It's not in our interest to clash with the U.S. because all sides would lose in such a conflict. I mean, you know, speaking of conflicts, so. what's your take on the Gaza situation? It's really unfortunate. The Palestinians are being devastated. Israel is acting in an unconstrained manner. It shows the terrible double standards in the world. Where are the sanctions on Israel? Was he right about that? And he goes, is Russia involved in any way, especially through your alliance with Iran? It's of course not. 
We do not oppose the existence of Israel, but at the same time, we support the right of Palestinians to self-determination. We want to be even-handed. Are you following what's happening on the U.S. southern border? Actually, yes. It's part of my daily briefing. We Russians find it ironic, musing, your Congress will spend billions of dollars protecting foreign borders but neglect its own. It's quite laughable, but it is deadly. Ooh. Think about that for there a second. And, 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 you know, and, you know he, goes, he says people are basically crossing the border. They're dying doing it. Now, this is the final thing I'm going to say. Is Russia taking advantage of the border situation in any way? And also, I want you to comment on what he says. Now, listen to this. This is brilliant. No, why should we get involved with the border situation? We don't have a thing. To, we, we don't have to do a thing. America is self-destructing. And as Napoleon said, don't stand in the way of your enemy destroying themselves. You hear that? Yeah. Don't stand in the way of your enemy destroying yourselves, quoted by Napoleon. And Putin say, why do we have to get involved with your southern border? You guys are destroying your own country. Yeah. So, again, you've got to look at the cabal, the Luciferian synagogue of Satan network that basically is pushing for the end times, the rebuilding of a third temple in Israel to bring their Antichrist out to be pierced with the spear of destiny, declare himself God, and basically want to rule over the entire world and planet. They've already got the infrastructure in place with that with the international banking cartels, with the 5G, 6G towers to control the thoughts and minds of everybody if they want to do it. And they also have the ability, because they control the money, to control the outcome in these different countries and to start any war when they want. Remember what Rothschild's mother said when they were talking about wars. And she said, this is back 100 years ago, she goes, if my son wills it, there will be war. If my son wills it not, there will not be war. And I'm paraphrasing that. And that's exactly what we have here. And that's what he's talking about, the financial interests that control the United States of America. And now we see Citibank, we see Chase Bank, we see Morgan Bank, all these banks coming up and consolidating and buying up all of these smaller banks. Why? Because like Austin said, suddenly they're going to bring you to a cashless society in which you can't go to a smaller bank, to a smaller that's bank branch exactly and say, right. I want to cash a check for 500 bucks. Well, we can't, we can't do that. We don't have $500. No. What do you mean we don't have $500? Well, we don't have that. We're all cashless. That's where it's headed. The Bible says that. Without the mark of the beast on your forehead or on your hand, it says this in the Word, in the Word of God, in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, you will not be able to buy or sell or trade. That's how they're going to control us. And it says if you take the mark of the beast, you cannot be saved because you're pledging allegiance to Lucifer in, in that sense. So be very, very careful nowadays of what they tell you and what they want you to do. Because, guys, listen to us. We are bought at a price by Jesus on the cross. When he said it was finished, it was finished. And what we have now are these skirmishes that are going on, getting sides to be sorted on who you're going to serve. You're going to serve somebody. You're either going to serve the evil one or you're going to serve God. One of these things is going to happen in your life. Sooner or later, you've got to get right with God and make a decision on what you want to do with your life. And that's what we talk about on the show all the time. That's what separates us from the vast majority of other shows. I'm giving you a message of hope and encouragement. I'm telling you, and I'm going on the record right now, there will not be a thermal global nuclear war, especially not in the next few months. That's complete nonsense and fear porn. So don't let these guys mess with your head like that. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Almost, it's almost like, and I was talking to our friend this morning, and he goes, a lot of these talk show hosts are pushing thermal global nuclear war. It's almost like they want to be right and have this happen. They're trying to force it. It's very, very weird. I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday, and she said, look in the room and see all the things that are green. Now close your eyes and tell me all the things that are red. And I thought, wow. And she goes, if you only focus on one thing, you create that reality. If you focus on the entire picture of what's happening, you can create any reality that you want. You've got to focus on the good things. That's why the Bible says, 
focus on the good things, not on the negative things. It says that. Think about the good things all the time. I'll pull that scripture up while I also was talking in a second. If you focus on the good things, you're going to get good things. You focus on the negative things, you're going to get negative things. So why is it all media? It seems to be always talking about negative stuff. It's what Austin said earlier. Go to the central camera. This is what Austin said earlier, Austin. It's, yep. it's what you said. It's that they want clickbait because what they do, and here's how it works. If they have X amount of viewers per day, X amount of clickbaits per day, they have advertisement on their website. Correct. You won't find that on my website. You will never see advertising on my website. Just let you know that. And because we can we, make money doing it. We by can way. make money. I've had people, people all contact me all the time. Okay. But here, but here's the thing: when you have clickbait and you get pushed up in, in Alexis, as far as algorithms, you get to charge more for your ads. Yep. And I, I've advertised with a few of these guys before. They get all these huge numbers, and you advertise with them, you get zero, hardly any response. That's because the people who are clicking on there aren't doing it for news. They're doing it to feed the, the clickbait right. and the fear porn. And we talked about this yesterday. We talked about what happens with Schadenfreude. And you put go to my camera, Rich. We talked about what's happening to Schadenfreude. When you, when you have a people, basically, a people who are basically happy when things go bad, they're always going to have Schadenfreude. It's so important that we understand that. And Schadenfreude means you're happy when things go bad. When things go horrible for somebody else, you're excited for that because you get to see the dismay and the sadness in their heart. And the sad part about it is, Austin, when you talk about this, people don't understand that all of this stuff can be re, you know, fixed and repaired by changing the attitude and changing what you're doing Attitude's in your own huge. Life. Attitude's huge. What you speak is huge. Oh, what you focus oh, on is huge. Is. What you look at is huge. What you speak is huge. One of the things about it, and this is exactly what he just said, you know, when you start getting advertisement money, you start getting ads, it just invariably always happens is they start telling you what you can and can't say. You get big enough, they start deplatforming you if you don't listen to them. We've seen that with YouTube repeatedly. And so these, a lot of these, like I said, alt media platforms, they have a very monetarily incentivized aspect of wanting to push news out there that simply gets clickbait, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether it's fear. And remember, at the end of the day, Fear is one of the most effective ways to control population. It always has been and always will be. That's a perfect example you could throw out there is during COVID. When you literally had every single mainstream news article, every single mainstream news station, every single day, 24 hours a day, had a death count, death clock, case clock, COVID clock on the side of their screen every single day. Majority of people weren't sitting around all day when they weren't watching television going, "Mm, I wonder how many more thousand people have died today. I wonder how many thousand people have gotten COVID cases today. Mm, I should really get on the news and check. I should check to see how many more thousand people died in the last hour. Nobody really continually thought about that. However, majority of people left the TV on. They watched TV on a regular basis. So it constantly kept that fear in the back of their mind, reiterating it, repushing it, continually re-encouraging it for people to focus on it. This is one of the reasons why they kept telling everybody you had to wear a mask. It wasn't the mass had any effect. I'm giving you 15 different research articles that have shown that now and not reducing COVID transmission. It was the mask had to reinforce the fear of COVID. Exactly if right. people stopped wearing masks, everybody started to forget about COVID because the people that got COVID got sick for a week. They hammered the N-acetylcysteine with the D3 and the vitamin C like we all did, like we all have done repeatedly. And suddenly, hey. I got a nasty flu. I'm bouncing out of it. I'm in good shape. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to get my head right. And you go back to your life. But they had to keep people focused. Every time you saw somebody with a mask, what would you think? COVID. There's the first thing. They reiterated it. They burned it into everybody's mind until now, still currently, you see somebody with a mask, you now laugh at them. I was even at a restaurant the other day, a couple weeks ago, and these, this couple came in. These giant, like, not, you know, N95 masks on it, covering up, eyes peeking out, looking around. They walk in. And I stopped. I was walking out the front door. I said, you guys do know COVID's over now, right? Like, gone? 
oh, no, no, it's back. I said, well, it might be back. It might be gone, but I guess you'll just have to keep wearing your mask. Is that what you're going to do? And oh, oh, oh. They like ran off to their table. And I'm like, the fear porn and the control that you have over some people is so immense. And that's exactly what the mainstream media has done. And this is what we see now with the continual control of the media through propaganda. I'm not a Russian supporter. I'm not a Russian sympathizer. You know who I support? I support the United States. I support the Patriots. I support everybody here wanting to make this country great again. But one thing I can say from that interview, Putin didn't say much of anything that I disagreed with at all. He made a very valid point. The southern border is almost laughable what we're allowing, but it's deadly. What's happening right now is not a joke. It is funny. And then when we have this with just direct gaslighting, there's an article or a little excerpt that came up, and Elon Musk reposted on uh, Twitter. You can look it up. And it's Biden. Biden goes, the only reason we're having – a southern border crisis is Trump and his MAGA Republican friends that are refusing to pass this bill. And he looks so stoned and so stupid at the same time. I don't know what cocktail they pump him up with to even get him to be able to speak. I mean, you can tell the man's completely senile. I mean, he's literally like drooling it's on himself, true. staring at the teleprompter, just, this is what you have to do. And then, and then Elon Musk retweeted 2019 southern borders that were apprehended, like 220,000. 2020 was like 400,000. 2021 is 1.8 million. 2022, it went up to 2.2 million. 2023, it went up to 2.8 million or 2.6 million. And literally, we've watched a six to seven time increase in the southern border just since Biden's been in place. And why? It's because that was the overall goal to get him in place. That's why they stole the election to make sure they had no, no recourse whatsoever and they could allow this to happen. At the same time, like you talked about yesterday, Deb, you've got these groups now. Talking about yesterday, now he's coming out. The Hebrew Immigration Aid Society, a Jewish American nonprofit establishment, has now been shown of receiving over $105 million in taxpayer grants in 2023 to import a number of non white immigrants in the United States. It's exactly what he goes to yesterday with the HIAS and all the money that these groups have been sending. People don't, I don't think, have a full grasp of this concept. When you start shelling out, hundreds of billions of dollars hundreds of millions no hundreds of billions in these bills in these bills bills, hundreds of billions of dollars it's really easy to show off a little hundred here and a hundred here remember remember a a billion dollars is a thousand millions (laughs) you can throw a little million here another million here another 10 million here another 10 million here and you haven't even hit a billion yet when these bills come out like they're doing right now, it's a $150 billion bill, and they're giving another 50 to Israel, $50 billion to Israel, more to Hamas or more to not Hamas, to Gaza. Now we're sending 20 to the southern border, and none of the money is going to actually stop the southern border. This money is such a point now that I think people fail to realize how big this catastrophe has begun. That's why I went back to the original story. We are in a serious liquidity crisis right now in the United States with these banks. The dollar is collapsing very rapidly. That's why you're watching the devaluation. That's why you're seeing now the average rent. It's like $3,000. You know, I remember back five, six, seven years ago, you could buy a nice house here in Auburndale, like a nice little like, like 2,500, 2,800 square foot house in Auburndale for like 140, 150 grand. I mean, all day long, negotiable. Now, 16, 1,700 square foot house, brand new, $300,000 all day long. And so what's happened is now the value of the dollar is going down, which is why everything feels like it's getting so expensive. And at the same time, the banker boys are unleashing their currency. This is the one last big push to do a full-blown wealth transfer. And this is what the bankers are doing. This bill is nothing more than that whatsoever. And so, again, we're giving money to all of these countries that are friends with us. But right before we collapse the U.S. dollar, I personally think I would be shocked if the U.S. dollar stays alive by 2030. I will. If it lasts till 2030, I will be absolutely shocked. And that's my opinion it, on it. It's circling the drain. 
It's yeah, it's, it's circling yeah. the drain. It's been flushed and circling the drain. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting about this, you know, imagine the blowback. Imagine the flogging <laughs> that we would get if we started promoting that we give a hundred million dollars to the Palestinians to force immigration into Israel. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Of Muslims. Yeah. Okay, we're going to give you $100 million to force integration, immigration into Israel. Yeah. And so we basically, you know, like this Jewish organization is forcing the immigration into the yeah, United States. States. We're going to give you $100 million to basically build bridges and roads over this big old border wall that you guys have put up. And we're going to dig tunnels for everybody. <laughs> we're going to give $100 million to force immigration into Israel. All hell would break loose globally. Everybody, oh, my gosh, we can't believe you're doing this. Well, why? Because the. Israel has been and will always be the fiefdom of the Rothschild banking empire, and they're controlled by the Rothschilds, period. Now I want to read you this article. This is, this is, I promise you this, Philippians 4. This, I love this, this, this chapter. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, now listen to this, what he says. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you you. Isn't that the exact opposite of what you hear on social media now? When he says to you in here, whatever you do, when you think about these good things, you think about the good things. Whatever is pure, whatever is right, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Why in the world are we talking about World War III? It's like my friend told me yesterday, Look at all the green. Think, you know, close your eyes. Think about all. See all the green. Then look at all the red. If all you do is focus on the negative, it's going to be negative. Your whole life will turn into a slime pit. If all you want to do is drag up stuff from the past that was negative, you know, we all have negative stuff in our past. Why talk about? Why bring it up? Why think about it? Because it doesn't do any good. I could talk to you about Brower's Cottages, and I've done it before. You know, where I was raised, it was awful. I mean, it was a mess. But you very rarely hear me talk about that unless I talk about the Butch Dyke lesbian Dottie Austin. You remember that no, story? Yeah, I remember that, that, and, that story. And I, and I do it out of jest to joke around. All this stuff I could bring up and say, oh, my gosh, you can't believe what I went through as a child. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we did in our past. You think on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's the difference between this show and all the other alt-media shows. Who else does this? We try to tell you, rely on God, because God is always there for you. It says, pray about it, think about it. The, pay, the peace, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, my prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace, this is what people don't get, the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So you walk through this, this, this world as if you're coated in Teflon, which by the way, don't use Teflon. Oh, you very, don't use very, Teflon. Very toxic. But it's like you're coated in a nonstick surface. Let's not probably, probably not the best analogy on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so forget the Teflon. You're coated in a nonstick healthy surface and you basically are not being touched by this. And so 
PFOAs are not good. We do not endorse them. I'm yeah, putting that, that on the that show right now. Bad analogy. <laughs> but 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 remember that you're covered by the blood of Jesus. That's a good analogy. And that blood of Jesus will protect you. Remember, yes. and that guy got me laughing also. But guys, <laughs> listen to me. Think on the good things. Don't let people get you with fear porn. Don't do that. Tell them to provide the proof. You show proof that the United States will be in World War III by the end of this month. You know, they're going to say, uh, I, don't, I don't have any proof. Well, so it's, your, it's just your opinion. Uh, well, you sort of. Well, whose opinion is it if not your opinion? I, I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why are you telling people this to scare them? Don't think on these things. Always think on the good things and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. What do you think, Oz? Yes, you're 100% right. And if you want to watch a good film, watch the film Dark Waters. It goes into DuPont on the deadly dangers of POFAs and Teflon. My bad. No, no, I'm being, I'm, I want to add into that, though, because these these pans that they coat Teflon with, these PFOAs, are unbelievably toxic. We've told you guys this before. Always try to use straight stainless steel. Don't use aluminum. These things are forever chemicals. They talk about it in the film with the way they're structured. They don't ever go away. And DuPont covered this up for decades and the cancer-causing issues that those products caused and tried to tell everybody they were safe and effective, <laughs> kind of like Moderna and Pfizer, and they were not. So always be careful about using those products and try to stay away from them at all possible. Another study coming in now from <laughs> calling out Moderna, they're now saying, saying that the vaccine that Moderna made with the RNA gene therapy has serious toxicity risk. Scientists with the company have now <laughs> penned in a new paper. They said a major challenge that we saw is the efficacy of de-risking potential toxicities associated with mRNA technologies. They wrote this in a paper published in Nature Reviews Drug Discovery. I'll post it on the website at the end of last month, end of January. They said the Moderna and Pfizer COVID-19 shots use the modified messenger ribonucleic acid, the mRNA technology that delivers through a lipid nanoparticle. The toxicity risk include lipid nanoparticle structure components, which have been linked to heart inflammation and other severe allergic shocks. They said the RNA vaccines had multiple known side effects, and they were doing their best to reduce the toxicity of them before they rolled them out. Here's the problem. How do you know you've reduced the toxicity of a shot when you've only tested it for three months? Three months. Yeah, 12 mice. Well, yeah, well, that, that's the last one now. Yeah, 10 mice. 10 the mice. booster <laughs> shot, the booster shot that is currently on the CDC schedule for six-month-olds and older, the new COVID booster shot, had testing done on 10 mice. That was the article in the research study they submitted to the FDA, and the FDA approved it. Approved it for six-month-olds and older now with 10 mice being tested with a new RNA gene therapy shot. And this is why I've warned everybody, and I keep bringing this up. So I'm one of the only alt-media that keeps bringing this up all the time. These shots that they have on the schedule for these kids, they're not a joke. They're not a ha-ha-ha, I'm going to get them and forget about it later. This isn't the shot vaccine schedule you remember from the 70s and 80s. We're like, oh, you're getting a tetanus shot. You're getting a measles shot. Okay, that's about all the shots you're getting for the rest of your life. What they're doing now on the shot schedule is absolutely treasonous and deadly at the highest level. It doesn't take a research scientist to figure this out. All you have to do is look at the insert or pull up the known listed side effects on each shot. You can pull it up online for free. Just do about four minutes of digging. You can also go on multiple websites that talk about the research studies associated with these shots and what they do. Those were bad enough. The mRNA, the DTaP, all those shots that roll out. Then you roll out an RNA gene therapy shot that, by the way, when they tested them on the mice, they've never tested RNA gene therapy in conjunction with seven other shots, which is what they recommend right now with the DTaP and mRNA and all those combined with an RNA shot. These are unbelievably toxic. 
They're being designed to keep these children in a perpetual state into the medical industrial complex the rest of their life, and nobody thinks anything of it. So again, be very cautious of this stuff and be very aware and use wisdom. If you go to the pediatrician, I'm encouraging you, just do a little bit of research. There's one question, one question if you really want to get into the pediatrician. Are any of the shots that you want to administer to my child today on any of the vaccine inserts of these shots that you want to administer, do any of them have listed death as a possible side effect? And if they tell you no, they're lying because the mRNA has it on there and the DTAP has it on there as well as a listed possible side effect. If they tell you they don't know or they're not going to talk about it, they just answered your question for you. And that's if you want to get into it with them. Now, if you get a good pediatrician, they're pretty cool with you. A lot of times they're not going to push the shots on you. That right there should be enough for you to question everything. If you had something on the shelf, say there's a box of cereal and your children want it. You say, oh, I'm going to get it for him. It may be good. It may be healthy for him. Maybe healthy cereal. And you flip the box of cereal around, and there's a big black box label on the back of the cereal box. You're like, oh, who is it? It says, this cereal can possibly lead to death and neurological disorders. You look at it and go, it's supposed to be a healthy cereal. It's supposed to self protect my child with a cereal. Your child's like, oh, sure, I'll get it. You're looking at it. Would you really get it? Probably not. You got, I think we're going to go with a different cereal. It says death's a possible side effect from eating the cereal. We're going to pass. The truth about it is majority of the diseases that they claim to cure with these vaccines, majority of them do not have a significantly high death rate whatsoever, especially COVID. COVID had one of the lowest death rates in children under the age of 18 than any other virus that we've seen in recent history. That's why the survival rate was 99.9997% with young children. That was the survival rate with it. Yet you have a shot now that's being rolled out to millions of kids that's got a significantly higher side effect rate than that and they're telling you it's safe and effective, do the math, do the research, continue to ask questions about all this stuff because <laughs> clearly it was never about health and safety and it was never about our protection. It was about fear and control the whole yeah, time. You know, Austin, it's, it's interesting too. You know, when, they, when DARPA first started doing the research on the shot 20 years ago, yep. they couldn't figure out how to make it work because they said that when they did the ferret and cat study. The super soldier program, yeah, right. it was. That's what it was. It came out the super soldiers program trying to change the DNA. They said the ferret and cat that were being used, they all died. All died. Yeah. They all died of septus. And I mean, everything died. And so they said, we can't complete the study because everything dies. dies. We yeah. can't, we can't see any, any, we can't find any viable reason to promote an MRNA vaccine into human beings when we can't even get through the test subjects without them dying. As far as the animal study. In, in 2017, one of the pharmaceutical companies, I don't remember which one off the top of my head, in 2017, they petitioned the FDA to do the first human trials of a vaccine, an RNA vaccine on human trials. And the FDA, as corrupt as they did in 2017, said, we will not approve human trials of RNA vaccines in human beings because there is no known safety status to them whatsoever. They look too dangerous on the reports you sent us. We are not approving human trials. That literally disappeared. Nobody talked about it again. And they slowly worked on RNA behind the scenes. And then suddenly 2020 arises, suddenly Operation Warp Speed, suddenly it's a military operation. Donald Trump. So it bypasses all the safety efficacy and safety restrictions, bypasses all that. FDA comes in and says, it's a military operation. You have emergency use authorization with it. You got an EUA. We're not touching this. You're, here's your EUA. It's a military op now. Everything about the shot rolling out was a military op. And a lot of people fail to realize that until they do their own research. On yeah, that. you know what's funny, Austin? And I don't mean funny from a ha-ha, but from an ironic standpoint. I've got a good friend of mine who was sued by the FDA, by the federal oh, yeah. government. Yeah. I mean, they wanted like a billion dollars from him because it said vitamin D helped with the he flu. He said vitamin D helped cure COVID. No, no, he never said cure COVID. That's right. He, he said helped help, help, yep. help keep the immune system support. He never spoke about COVID and vitamin D. He said that on a national talk show, and they came in. It cost him 5 
million dollars in legal fees, defending himself, almost bankrupted him, and, and basically did not know what else to do with it. And then suddenly he realized that they were giving him all of these options. And finally they said, "We're going to settle with you because we slandered you. Yeah. And we're going to give you twenty, thirty million dollars." And he said, "Well, I don't want twenty or thirty million dollars. I want the island of Puerto Rico." Yeah, that's what he said. And I, I laughed when he said that. I said, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." He said, "Well, no. He's what they're going to have to pay." And they promised him all this money. And finally, they came back and said, oh, by the way, we're not going to give you nothing now. Yep. We're done. It's too bad. It cost you $5 million. We're going to drop the charges on you. And he goes, but, but I've spent $5 million. Eh, you know, sucks for you. Excuse my language. But that's what, that's what they said. Yeah. And it, it's ridiculous. Oh, by the way, I want to reiterate this with Austin. I, would, I just pulled this article up. The real estate crisis is looming over banks. Now, this deals exactly with what Austin just talked about, how houses were selling for $120,000, Austin, and now they're three, four, five dollars $500,000. You know, we looked at some houses here in the neighborhood this the other day. I mean, they were $450,000 a couple of years ago. They sold for $200,000. Yeah. And so now the banks have signed off on this, and they have gone in and financed these homes for $400,000. This sounds very eerily reminiscent of 2008. This is going to be bailout 2.0. They're, they're going to have to do this. Fears are now rising among investors all over the United States, distressed commercial real estate sector. This comes as a crucial lifeline created during last year's banking crisis yep. is set to expire. NYCB shares plunge as the banking crisis as much as 15% in pre-market trading after the downgrade before rebounding. The stock has plummeted roughly 50, 60% in the past week after the lender reported dismal results, especially stemming from the exposure to souring commercial real estate loans. Last year, NYCB won the bidding for assets tied to Signature Bank, which failed shortly after the demise of Silicon Valley Bank that pushed its assets over $100 billion, putting it into a new regulatory category and subject it to more stringent capital requirements. Bank jitters are spreading. The KW, KBW NASDAQ Regional Banking Index, a collection of mid-sized bank stocks, has fallen nearly 12% in the past week. That's why you know a lot of people are shorting bank stocks. Yep. Plunging office occupancy rates and high interest rates are a big reason. The shift in working practices after the height of the coronavirus pandemic has roiled the commercial real estate market because a lot of people are working from home. And lenders could face a maturity wall as much as $1.5 trillion, Austin, in commercial real estate loans set to come this year and next year, U.S. regional banks provide the bulk of such loans, putting them at particular risks. Officials have acknowledged that some banks may be at risk but have downplayed, of course they have, yeah, the they worry, have. worries of a wider crisis. I believe it's manageable, although there are some institutions that are quite stressed by this problem. Treasury Secretary, the nauseating Janet Yellen told – I added the nauseating – yeah, High House Financial Committees on Tuesday. Complicating matters, a funding lifetime expires next month on March 11th. The Fed's bank short-term funding program will stop making specialty low interest rates to distressed lenders. The program was established last year amid the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank to help lenders shore up their finances on the cheap and restore the public confidence in the wider banking system. The sinking share prices suggest that investors aren't buying the message. European and Asian banks are on the hook, too. Shares of Japan's Azora Bank and Switzerland's Jules Baer have sunk in recent weeks after both disclosed risk from souring commercial straight loans. Guys, this is a major problem that we have in the banks, and it goes to derivatives, the 40-to-1 lending ratios, to the 1,000-to-1 lending ratio when you run derivatives with it. And all this stuff that caused 2008 was never corrected, no. Austin. It was never corrected now. We went on so, a steroid cycle now. And so now what we're doing is we're dealing with this all over again. We're dealing with the fact that these banks are basically broke. They don't have liquidity any longer. They don't have the ability to loan money. And now they don't want to pay anything but 2 or 3% interest. And yet they're charging 10 or 15% interest sometimes on automobile yep. loans now. 
They're in trouble financially, and it's the same mess we saw in 2008, same mess we saw in 99, same mess we saw in 88, because they never fix it. They just kick the can down the road. What do you think? I I had a conversation with my stock buddy the other day, and this is just, again, this is kind of my opinion and his opinion what's about to happen again. This Again, my opinion, I'm giving you financial advice. What we saw in 08 is going to happen again, but it's going to be on a much much larger scale, and it's going to be the final demise of the U.S. dollar. The only way to keep everything propped up is going to be a massive bailout with these commercial real estate areas. What they've done now, they've already talked about this, the commercial real estate areas are being turned into residential apartments that are two and 300 and 400 square foot. They're little mini houses. And they're doing this in all these areas, building these smart cities now. This is going to be the next play for the big banks and the Federal Reserve. You're going to have consolidation of all the small banks. The big banks are going to take everything over. They're going to eat everybody's lunch. And you've got to have a massive bailout, a bailout among proportions we've never witnessed before on the final demise of the dollar. It's going to allow these banks to acquire all the marbles in most cases. All the commercial real estate, all the housing, they're going to buy up everything and they're going to own everything at that point. And essentially, they're going to be able to do whatever they want with it. Any, any residential housing that essentially they need to buy up, BlackRock's going to come in and buy it up. And they're going to make sure that people are only able to rent and there are no mortgages. That's why the housing market, you're probably going to see a fairly big dip in it. But it's not going to be like it was in 08, 09 because there's only going to be a certain degree at which they can cut these prices down because these banks want to keep the rent prices up as high as they can. They've realized that people are willing to pay these certain prices now. They've gotten used to it, and this is what they're going to start doing now. This is going to be a big buy-up among anything we've seen. This is another reason why during COVID, it was another little factor nobody played in. You always remember how every major chain, every major chain restaurant, every major chain store never had to shut their doors one single day during COVID. Even in the height of the COVID pandemic, not one single day did Sam's, Costco, any of those places, chain restaurants ever shut because they were Walmart, essential. Never. Every single major mom and pop store, small businesses were literally told you have to shut your business down and go on government checks every single month right now for your safety and protection. But yet Costco had lines of people walking in and waiting in and Sam's had the exact same thing. Never missed a single day and their sales went through the roof. Why was that? They had to put the small businesses out and the commercial businesses, the chain businesses, they continued to explode with growth unlike anything we've seen during COVID. That's exactly why they set this up. Now they're buying up the commercial real estate and they're going to twist it into whatever they want, including houses for, I don't know, maybe the millions of people that they're bringing across the border right now. There you now. go, across the border. So who, how are you going to house all these people? We've talked about that before. Where are all these people going to stay? They constantly say there's a housing problem right now. There's a housing shortage. The population growth rate in the United States is 1.2, I think, right now. We're not a positive growth rate from actual individuals having babies. So how is this housing shortage happening? There's only one answer to that, and that's millions and millions and millions coming across the border. And then BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard buying up these subdivisions, these apartments, these giant condos, and then turning around and putting the people in there until they have another place to move them or essentially just leave them there for as long as they want. Well, then the government then turns around and gives the rent money to these people who are living there for free. Yeah. They give them a credit card or debit card every month. They, 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 they stock cash on it. And that's what they've been doing. They give them free cell phones, free rent, free utilities, free everything. And the problem is, is that how in the world is that sustainable, Austin, when the people don't even go to work? They don't have – they're not oh, providing yeah. – they're not providing a useful service. This is pure communism that doesn't work. Russia proved the USSR, which has been defunct now for decades, proved that communism, communism didn't work. work. They did, yeah. Because once you tell people they could not – they don't have to work or they're going to get free stuff. Why would anybody work? 
if I can hang around the house and play video games or watch TV or whatever or go on vacation all the time, why would I possibly want to sit around and dig a ditch? Yeah. Why would I possibly want to get up on a roof and shingle a house? Why would I possibly want to hang sheetrock? And why would I possibly want to go out and pick citrus, which is pretty much gone now anyhow? But why would I want to go out and work in groves or in, you know, in, in, in fields? If I don't have to work and I get free money, I'm going to chill out. How about you? Yeah, you got to present this article. I got. I just pulled this article up. I got to bring this up, and I'm not being mean. I'm not trying to be anything other than just bringing the facts to you. Biology matters. I've said this before. Dubai, which holds the pretty much UAE SWAT challenge, so from every country in the entire world, they have their top tier one SWAT teams. They have with the federal government, say the FBI SWAT team, so forth. <laughs> and so, Chile has decided now they're going to be very, uh, very diverse, and they put together their first ever full female. SWAT team, their task force SWAT team, they're a full fire team, all females. Uh, they have ranked at the very bottom of the list and have failed to even pass the first obstacle challenge at the uh, Dubai SWAT team show. And I'm not picking on females. What I'm are saying you, are is, you being, are, you being, are you being misogynist? I'm not being misogynist. What are I'm you, saying are you being, is, are you being a there's a reason why most of the guys are in their 220, 230 pounds and they're training and lifting and pushing this because they're fire teams. That's what they do. And trying to go have girls that are 110, 120 pounds go up against them. This is why it's so stupid when you say guys that want to be girls start competing with females in these sports. It's insane to me that this is even a concept that is, I guess, liberal. Like it's the complete opposite of what they've ever wanted. Well, it's inversion. Yeah. You know, the Bible says in the latter times, whatever's good will be considered bad. You know, and so everything that God said, they want to reverse it because they hate God that much and they hate humans that much. And so we're out of time. Oh, my God. We got a minute. Stay, stay strong, my friends. Don't let people tell you that grown men need to compete with your daughters in any sports. If that happens, either get in a fight, which I'm not advocating, no, or, or stand back and basically push back and get everybody to step out of it. They did that that last uh, swimming team. Everybody was like, okay, we're done. We're not competing anymore. If everybody starts doing that, this lunacy will stop in most cases with these grown men that are perverts and want to pretend like they're women. They want to compete with females. Well, if Florida State had done that in this final game they played, where they got beat like six yeah. to nothing, if, if they'd have just taken a snap and just sat down, that was a whole shady eight, deal. No, yeah, that was a shady mess. If they'd have done that, they'd have made more of a statement than going there and getting beat sixty to what two or whatever it was. Uh, thanks for supporting Health Masters. Well, House thank you, my friends. You guys need anything? <laughs> healthmasters.com. Grab the Fit Food and you voted product of the week, Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale. Put that on the website. They voted by one by a landslide, hundred five votes. So you guys come grab it. Healthmasters.com. Love you guys. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.